Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. It's the end of an era, but the beginning of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt after show right here on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking all things predictions, and the futures of our favorite characters stay here right now. Welcome to the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Sahai, and I have a lovely panel of hosts with me this evening. Yes. Please introduce yourself. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode. It's going to be so much fun. What's yes. up, guys? My name is Candace Cruz. Hi, guys. I'm Laura L. Thomas, and I couldn't be more excited to be here. Hi, I'm Caroline Thayer, and let's get this after show going. Yes. Do it. So if you watched it. it yesterday, we covered the entire season, mm-hmm. and as we mentioned, this is the final season. Uh, so they gave us the first six episodes to, to hold us over until they give us the rest, which may, as we mentioned, be in the form of a movie, mm-hmm. which would be exciting. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wanted to break down what we think is going to happen with our favorite characters, their futures, you know, and how their past have affected them. This entire scene. Wait, can we just take a moment to acknowledge that Candace just did a little worker worker, like, but no sound? Uh, you know, I Well, yeah, because I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I was just giving accentuation. I, I appreciate that. It's the a energy. silent remix. That's the energy we need tonight because the show is so energetic. Oh, oh yay! <laughs> it was just delayed, guys. I just have magical powers that are a little delayed, so. That's right. <laughs> and we have some special segments for you guys as well as, as well as some news updates, so stick mm. with us and... You know, it'll be fun. Stay here. So let's talk about, we'll start with Lillian because, you know, I what I wanted to know is your thoughts on Lillian's character overall and her future. So one of my first questions is, what do you think will happen with Lillian and her new, basically her stepdaughter, Sheba, now that Lillian's now oh. controlling <laughs> this inheritance? Like, do you think Lillian's going to end up using the money? Or is, are she, do you think she, she and Sheba will become friends? What do you think will happen with that relationship? Well, I mean, she already did develop um, a friendship that we didn't think was ever going to happen. Right. Um, but I've, I've really enjoyed Lillian's growth throughout the entire show. Yeah. Even from episode one, where she was just, like, a hot mess. Like, let's be real here. Right. She was a completely hot mess, like, smuggling and haggling. Not that much has changed on that aspect. Right. But we have seen a lot of growth with her mm-hmm. um, of developing friendships and really, like, guiding these other characters with the knowledge that she has. So I'm interested to see where her and Sheba's relationship will be because I did see, like, a parental instinct come out okay. when she did get that role put onto her right. with it. So, I, I mean, maybe she'll become a stepmother? Well, I feel like yeah. she's nurtured Kimmy so much, and now that Kimmy 
Amy, as we talked about yesterday, has proclaimed herself, you know, grown up. Yes. She needs somebody else to mentor. And so this could be her opportunity okay. to kind of steer Sheba on the right path. I don't know, but do we really think Lillian is like, do we think she's past that nurturing stage? Do you think she maybe wants somebody to like take care of her for once? I think she did like that's a good point because she did like having already the, the yeah. you know the, the perks of dating someone that was wealthy. you already know right. how I feel about that. I know, but yeah. like, we, we we gave Artie a, a moment of silence yesterday. <laughs> but I mean, she did <laughs> very she, short. Yes, very brief moment of silence. But she did genuinely care for him. So mm-hmm. I think Lillian sees a lot of herself in Sheba. But she's still Lillian. She's a, she can kind of you know uh, take you. Uh, off course a little bit yeah. and surprise you with her actions sometimes. So I wonder, I'm like, she's going to suddenly have all this money. Lillian is a slumlord technically. Well, <laughs> yes. And what I was going to say too is that the difference between what I would imagine mentoring Kimmy, who is so kind and pure and mm. good versus someone like Sheba who seems to be like a lost cause. Right. You know, it could, it, I don't know, it could be... it could be a bit lost on Lillian. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just... Tough love. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say tough love. I think that Lillian is the perfect person to mentor Sheba just because she has a no bullcrap attitude. And I think she'll just totally hammer that into Sheba. Yeah. yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do know that Lillian owns a hammer, as we saw with her, <laughs> her uh, Cindy Lauper costume yesterday. Oh my gosh, so um, good. Did you have a favorite Lillian scene this season or a Lillian moment this season that really stood out to you? Ooh, um, I definitely, I mean, we, ta- we touched on it briefly yesterday, but her at the um, the tech convention <laughs> giving <laughs> giving all of her Lillian advice to the to the crowd I thought was really great. And so poignant and spot on. Definitely. Something that I think we all should kind of take a moment and give a little pause to Lillian. Right. Put your phones down, people. (laughs) Except for when you're watching this. Lillian gave advice and a whole lot more at the convention. She gave a lot to those boys during that uh, orgy session that she said she had. I mean, she thoroughly enjoyed herself. (laughs) Yeah. I loved when she was going to the Snoke house. Yes. And all of her different costumes. And I felt like it was true Lillian fashion. Like, that was her at her prime. Right. Of, like, trying to, like, play it up and being like, I am a Russian. (laughs) And then going into being Cyndi Lauper and then run away, Cyndi. Right. And then going into. That's a good voice. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) But I also loved when she ended up giving his ashes to these guys. Right. She's like, I've never had so much fun disposing of a body. Oh, don't make me choose. <laughs> and then I was I like, that is, that is Lillian to a T. And I just thought it was really fun for her. Do you think this was the first time Lillian has been involved with a drug sale? Uh, no. no. <laughs> she knew what that little castle... Yes, that little capsule, uh, capsule, was capsule on Sheba's neck. Yes, yes thank she you. totally. Well, did. that was my favorite part when she um, was on to Sheba, and Sheba was on to her. Yeah. And so they had that little friends moment where it was like, you know that I know what you know that he knows. And it just reminded me of that scene from Friends. Yeah. Um, with Phoebe. Yes. Anyways, yes. I digress. The point being is I loved, you know, I, we're not going to get into it. That's another show, another time. But basically, I thought that was hilarious where they were both calling each other's bluff. Yeah. Um, ultimately, we know that Lillian kind of reigned victory over totally. Sheba totally. at the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, and we said it yesterday. She's smarter than people give her credit for. Exactly. You know, exactly. to be Street so smarts. aloof, she's really, she's got something about her. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where she takes it. Same here, yeah. same here. I also love Lillian at the convention because, again, <laughs> I just like the fact that they're showing an older woman that can still be sexual yeah. and still, you know, still be desired by, even by younger men. I mean, I hope that's my future, so that's the plan. I mean, that's Girl, what I'm going for, too. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. Do it. We're on the same page here, sweetheart. Exactly, exactly. Tech conventions, here we come. Okay, we're going tomorrow, right? You guys can find yourself a cute tech nerd. Like, this what's is wrong my with dream. that? Hey. That's fine with me. Look. Tech is the future, y'all. Yeah. It was for Serena it. Williams. I'm, I'm hoping I can do right? the same. Alexis Ohanian. So handsome and smart. That's mm. another show as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just a show on tech God. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think there's something there. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Next on After Buzz. So, moving on to our other favorite character, Jacqueline. Uh, um, Jacqueline has grown so much from... You, you love, love Jacqueline. I do. Oh. I love Jacqueline. I, I was trying to channel my inner Jacqueline tonight and, like, pulling my hair you back. You look gorgeous. I like, would Jacqueline wear? <laughs> I just, I really Jacqueline. do. I love her so much. She's so. so gorgeous. Well, with Jacqueline, we also saw some amazing growth with her we, you know we saw this relationship with Zan develop mm. we saw her become a business owner she's like basically a boss she's no longer using a wealthy husband you know to benefit herself she's she's creating a life of her own she's mm. also a manager working mm. with Titus and also showing that like she can help others instead of just take which I personally love seeing so with Jacqueline do you think Jacqueline's gonna book another client in, in addition to Titus yes well, she had trip for a hot sec. I mean, do we count trip for real? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, she's going to get some profit out of that. I'm envisioning yeah. a Samantha situation <gasps> here Ooh. with Jacqueline. Yeah. Like getting that one client okay. that's going to surpass Titus, oh. and she's going to blow up. So, and when you say Samantha, you're referencing Samantha from Sex and the City. Sex yes, yes, City. yes. Is there another know. Samantha out there? I mean, <laughs> we just have right. to clarify for our listeners. Well, she's the boss, and I also love that she is having this hardship right now as much, like, simultaneously as having success, because I feel like that's very indicative of the way that, like, society works nowadays. Definitely. Is that you see these people that are climbing their way to success and really hustling. Mm-hmm. I think hustle's the ideal word to use for that. But also seeing that she's sleeping at the tech office, and she's not at the level that she's so used to, but I think because of that, she's learning so much more about herself and will be that much more successful Definitely, when the timing pans out. That moment when she was like, am I shopping at the same place Kimmy and Titus are? Right? Like, no. <laughs> it's like a new low for her. I exactly. know. Salvation Army is popping. Exactly. But the thing is, like you were saying, she may be broke, but she doesn't look it. She's Mm-mm. like faking it till she makes it. Uh, truth. And, and I also love the fact that she understood the power of the access that she had. Mm. She yes. used the relationships that she had built during her wealthier days mm-hmm. to benefit her, like the Greg Kinnear uh, hookup that she did mm-hmm. for Titus. Right. So she's using her. She's using what she's got to get where she needs to go. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like love it. this quote. So she um, was quoted in an article to CBS News, I think two days ago, the article came Jane. out. Uh-huh. Back Jane? Uh-huh. Jane, okay. Jane Krakowski. Um, she says she's very happy with the way her character has grown over the years mm-hmm. and she says all of the main characters have a bunker of their own and Jacqueline has changed because she's worked very hard to get her gilded castle or cage which became a bunker and now she's gotten 
out of her way, like Kimmy, and is living a whole new life. Um, she said, I think all of the characters have found their way, and we're still filming the last four or five episodes. And every day becomes very special because each scene mm-hmm. that you get to do will have a little bit of a touch of sweetness to it. So, Well, she yeah. did say a few episodes, so I feel like they're leaning more towards okay. an actual that season. Well, like it, I think that the rumor was a few episodes and then the culminating final movie. movie. Oh, okay, got it. Nice. Oh, yes. I would enjoy that, but well, I, I, would would I like her. the She's idea. Lovely. No, I just was saying, like, I like the idea of her her recognizing the fact that all of these characters have a sort of bunker that they've had to overcome. Mm. Yes. You know, yeah. and hers has been this, this society and this status that she, you know, got a little bit swept up in and mm-hmm. thought she identified herself by, yeah. and now she's finding that she's this whole new woman outside of the role that she thought she was meant to play. Right. So, so I love I that. Know. I think the theme this season is get out of your own bunker. Oh, yes. That should be on a t-shirt. Can I, can I ask a question, though? Sure. Do you guys think that we're going to revisit Jacqueline's um, Native American heritage at all? Because I actually really liked the episodes when we... Oh, nope, you're over it. No, I was just saying, I think we've been there, done that. That's all I was going to say. I know, but if it's the final season, sometimes we see characters from the past re-enter... I don't yeah, know. We I may was... see her parents again, whom I love, by the way. I know. Right? No, that is exactly why I wanted to see them again. Yeah, um, no. And I, I also felt like this season we haven't seen enough um, interaction with Kimmy and um, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Right. So I hope something transpires in the coming episodes. Hmm. If I could jump in real quick. I'm a fan of the show, guys. This is Jeff in the booth. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Oh, hey, Jeff. I'm also a huge Tina Fey fan, and yeah. it's really interesting. She's kind of becoming a little more woke on social issues lately. Yep. Mm. I don't know if you guys saw her spot on Letterman. Letterman has a Netflix show now where he does long-form interviews. Yes, right. Yes. And mm-hmm. she was talking about an SNL sketch that she feels she handled in a way that was sort of socially irresponsible. Mm. And I know people fall on different sides of the spectrum on how they feel about Jacqueline's Native American ancestry. Right. So I almost wonder she's never going to apologize for it because she's not the apology type but I wonder if she feels a little like it might not be the most politically correct or even comedically interesting territory to approach anymore. I, I, yeah. I disagree with that because there's that woman Rachel Dolezal who is born white but she identifies as black and even worked for the NAACP, the National Association of Colored People, as she was like a an executive or re- mm. representative of the organization. She has since changed her name. She uh, has now turned into a hairstylist. She wears her hair in style similar to many black women. So it brings up the issue of how what's more important the what how you identify yourself or what how people perceive you. And so I don't think she should be uh thinking that that was a, a I'm not I wouldn't say she handled it in a bad way because it's something that is actually going on today. People are saying it's listen interesting. you I, I like people are saying like I may look black to you but I identify as something else. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's mm-hmm. an interesting topic and I think that if they approach it from that way I understand that element but I also understand what you were saying as well Jeff is that there if you watch the first six episodes of this show kind of getting away from the characters but just talking about the plot line is that they are hitting hard on a lot of 
hot topic issues and really mm-hmm. dealing with them in, in the best way possible. And I feel like this one wasn't like her Native American storyline mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the direction of like it doesn't really play well into everything else that's going on. I feel like there are a lot more important things in the forefront that they're trying to identify with. And they also already touched on it a little bit with Kimmy and Titus talking about racism and being privileged and how you identify and colorism. So they already kind of touched on that a little bit. And I think they already Mm -hmm. kind of closed the book on the Native American Mm -hmm. element Mm -hmm. last season Mm -hmm. with the title of the the football team, the name of the football team, that kind of thing. So, Redskins being yeah. changed. Mm-hmm. I just so. think that um, it actually would have fit in only in the kind of scene where Jacqueline says, well, that's why I chose to identify as a white woman. And she kind of already addressed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think that there is room to kind of explore and, um, you know, add on to that. Right. But I never... Um, you never know with Tina Fey. And you know, also, what I appreciated is the fact that this is a difficult conversation to, mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. because some people get so upset and and can't even get mm-hmm. their their thoughts out properly, and, and it can it can become a heated topic. So the fact that they even brought this up, like when Kimmy said "All Lives Matter," and Titus was like, "I'll let you get away with it right now," which is a hot button issue for a right. lot of people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, as well as those books that she pulled out from Random House, which uh, they all I think Rachel. Maddow. All and... li- it was like Rachel Maddow, All Lives Matter or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So again, it touched on that topic, which again, I know a lot of people get upset at the concept of All Lives Matter, but some people think of it, you know, they're different, differing views on, on, on the topic. Which I'm excited to see. I, they, I know that they're shooting right now to see what type of conversations are going to come up in the second half, because mm-hmm. that's what I do appreciate a lot about this season in particular. Yeah. First two seasons were fantastic. My favorite one was first, obviously. Like, that's, like, the integrity (laughs) of the show. But I really think, like, the second half of season three, going into season four, they're really using the platform of the show to the best of their ability. We are in a golden age of television. And I think that it's their responsibility of these writers and these actors to really kind of, like... Put the artistic spin on on it. Exactly. Whatever end of the spectrum you stand on, have an opinion on it. And at least give people a conversation to start like we're having right now. You know what I mean? That's a good question you just posed. What do you guys think might um, transpire in the second half of the season? Like what hot topic Mm. issues? I hope they touch on the presidency, to be honest with you. And gun violence as well. I think both of those would be crucial. I think that they touched a lot on the presidency. To an extent, like, tongue-in-cheek stuff, but I feel like more so, if anything, if they were going to pick between the two, I'd rather them do something about, like, maybe gun violence and addressing that, even if it's for a quick second, Mm -hmm. because I feel like Kimmy would be the perfect person to, like, figure it out. Hmm. You and know, kind well, of it is, do that type of exploration because she does have such like a childlike wonder to her. Yeah, right. it's interesting to see these hot hot button issues through Kimmy's eyes. Definitely. Which is what yeah. um, uh, Jane Grakowski also said in her article. She said that they often they miss the opportunity to talk about these you know bigger conflicts mm-hmm. because of the nature of like filming a show and timing and all of that. Mm-hmm. But she said that um, that she's been very pleased with how the writers have yeah. been able to show these these really kind of touchy subjects through such 
um, joyful, naive, mm-hmm. almost uh, childlike eyes. Right, because yeah. it is supposed to be a comedic show. Yeah. So exactly. the fact that they are able to give us, it's like they're giving us our medicine with, with in a... Spoonful of sugar makes medicine go down. Exactly. Teaching, exactly. But also Thank teaching you. us, I think. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a teachable moment as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in a lot of ways. And, and for a lot of people, opening their, their perspective of exactly. ways that they might be thinking. Right. So. Yeah. For example, like how I didn't understand why... Um, he was complaining that men had, you know, didn't have rights anymore. Like, I was like, what, what are you talking about? But it was <laughs> Fran. Like, Fran, yeah, it made me think. I was like, oh, okay. It made me look at it f- through someone else's eyes, mm-hmm. sure. which was the beauty of the show. Um, before we wrap up Jacqueline, I wanted to ask, how do you think her relationship with Zan will develop? Because, you know, once there's a pregnancy scare, that, that bonds people together for a sure. long time. Uh, we, I wanted to mention where Zan bought the pregnancy test in yeah. Spanish Harlem, and it was a <laughs> Jane the Virgin uh, pregnancy yeah. test. Which was quite hilarious. To I me. thought that was like really, full your friends. <laughs> really clever how they did that and how they wrote that in there. I think it's going to yeah. be really um, great to see. It's kind of a, a seed has been planted yeah. between the two of them, and now I feel like it's just going to. You know, she's she's come to her defense to cap Tylenol. Um, <laughs> she's also, but she's also recognized when she needs her there in a in a big way. I mean, she was in the meeting with Titus, obviously, and realized, oh my gosh, Sam said no, but she really wanted me there. Right. I think that was a huge growth moment for Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, I hope we see more of their relationship blossom because I like those yeah. two characters together and I like, I like how they balance each other. Very the much unlikely so. pairing. Yeah. I want to see more of, um, like, her actual son, though, Buckley. And he's yeah. grown so tall. Buckley's like six and feet the hair. tall. Buckley comes back like a full-on teenager, like model, like <laughs> model or something. Up, Maybe he'll be her next client. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Ooh. He can't but, then, but then it's like, don't profit off your kid. Like, are you going to be a momager? People do it all the time. I mean, they do it all the time. Uh, Miss Chris Jenner. Jenner. <laughs> I, I'm like, she's I making know, billions. But, right, but I'm just saying yes, that would almost be, I think, retracting all of Jacqueline's progress. In my opinion, no. I, I mean, I love Chris Jenner. She is a boss. Hello, yeah, lady right? boss supreme. She has her own palette now. Look at that. That like her kids her make. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Get it, girl. Just momager. It's the momager it's one, the momager or something one. like that. I don't know. Who's our great. next character that we need to talk about? <laughs> oh, I see. There's some strong Chris Jenner feelings. There, we'll move oh. on from that. But <laughs> if you want to let us know how you feel about Chris Jenner and any of the other. Kimmy Schmidt characters, excuse me. Hit us up on iTunes and give us. A five star like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's five stars. Right? Five stars. Five, five stars. stars. I was going to yeah, say a high five. five. Give us high a high five. five on iTunes, and you could also find us on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. And we're in the live chat right now, you guys. So if you have any thoughts that you want to share with us, please hop mm-hmm. in there because uh, we'll uh, we'll do our best to answer. Them. Yeah, we won't see you for a long time. So come <laughs> on, join the conversation, please. So the next person that I wanted to talk about is our beloved Titus. Mm. I love him so much. I think he's my favorite character, to be he honest. With you. And he's so talented. Like when he was playing the piano and writing the songs for this school play that he was directing, I was yeah. like, look at that. You just always surprised me for actor, singer, director, now pianist. I what think- I'm- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was I was curious because I know that there's they're very Oh yes. Oh yes. I love the singing. <laughs> yes, Jack. Jack. Caviar. Never be yes, Pinot Noir. I mean, he 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 worked his way into my heart with this. That's yes, song. yeah, definitely. That opening one where he gets the curtains and does the. You know? <laughs> I wonder how much. What I wanted to ask is, I wonder how much um, artistic 
freedom he has mm. with those songs. Yeah. Um, because I know within the series they don't do any improv. That's very, very tightly scripted. Mm, okay. Right. Um, and so I wonder when they're creating those songs, how much... How much of it is him? How much of it is like? I should know the answer. Uh, you do. Please do. Oh, Jeff, yeah, you guys are back. We love you. Um, so I don't know if you guys knew this. Tina Fey's husband. I was just about to say this. You take. Oh. You take. You take the reins there. <laughs> no, 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 Jeff. You are popping in, and you have well, the knowledge. Uh, you let me know if I have this right, Caroline. But okay. um, Jeff Richmond is a musician. Actually, Tina Fey and him met in improv, like at Improv Olympic. If you guys have ever seen a, a musically improvised show, there's always a pianist whose job it is to kind of facilitate the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. He's always been her musical collaborator. So even in the new Mean Girls musical, he did all the music. Yeah, so he um, writes it. He writes all the music, but I know they do like getting the actors involved when they do that. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody's going to tell Titus what, what to do, so he's going to give Both you his Titus's. opinion. Yeah. Because his name is Titus. Exactly. Didn't know that. Yes, it is. Yes, so yeah. when he, I think he, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, he's such a big personality, it would yes. be hard for him not to give his input. I do like watching him offset, though, because he has such like a perfect, Professional persona. Yeah. He's lovely he's to listen to. <laughs> I love watching him in general, but to see him switch between the two, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, when he takes Titus off and wears Titus. Titus. It's kind of, it's yeah. kind of cool to watch. I'm like, oh, you're surprising. I mean, look at him all fabulous with that pride yes, bandana. That. Thank you for putting that up. Happy Yay. Pride to everyone as well, yes. by the way. Yes. I marched yesterday. Yeah. Oh, did you? I did. I did with my friend who works at Disney. I'd love <gasps> It was a good time, good time. That sounds like magical. But I had pride in all the work that Titus did this season. Yes, yes. And I wanted to ask you ladies, do you think Titus will win Mikey back? I already said my piece on this yesterday, so take it away. Uh, We're I mean, team, we are totally team Mikey over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm team, I'm team, yes, girl. I'm team Mikey. I want it to happen. I think he will. I think he, I think he proclaimed it. Um, at the begin at the end of last season, and mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be a slow burn to him and Mikey being back together. I think, okay, I think that Titus is actually, you know, you were saying yesterday, like, oh, you can't have two of those dopey guys together or right. whatever. <laughs> I think Titus is actually much smarter and much more clever Very much than so. people give him credit for. He's I a classy agree. lady. He is a classy lady. I mean, he really—he's—he's he's quick-witted. He's smart. He's super talented. We know that. But he so, has swag too, you know. Yeah, I mean, we saw him eliminating. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I—but I think I think the quality that he lacks, Mikey has, which is that sort of, um, almost just endearing. Like, big personality. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Titus is a huge personality, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like Mikey Mikey needs a little more tending to, a little yeah. more... He's, like a, he's humble. He's a, yeah. Yeah, Very exactly. humility, like, very sweet, but you know genuine. What? Ladies, he's just, like, doe-eyed, though. I'm done with Mikey, though. I'm over Why? it. I'm over it. We're on the same we side. We're over it. This is a battle. Mikey, listen, you <laughs> went upset. and found you a new man while Titus was trying to work hard, and, you know, for, it's, you, you, you gotta stick with who you chose, Mikey. Wait, but okay. And also, and also, so, Titus did let him go at one point, didn't he? At the he, very he beginning, did. before yes. the, all of it. He did. Um, because he did realize that he had had someone like that previously. Right. You know, Mikey did just come out. He just figured out his sexuality. True. Right. He's going through a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, at this point, Titus can't be, like, that person for him. He needs to explore and to is advanced now. It's been, like... Two people? I don't know. Well, we don't know what's been going on with his life. We do not. Do not. He's advanced. I'm like, well, he had. 
Titus boyfriend. and then this new okay, guy. We don't know but what his extracurriculars are. <laughs> like, Even if he didn't have extracurriculars, <laughs> like the direction that was going, the direction of being. I know what you're saying. Though. I don't no, know but, because I, here's all I want to say. I think it would be really hard. I'm going to take the uh, kind of more theatrical, mm-hmm. uh, like approach, cinematic approach. Ooh. So I think it would be hard for fans to get on board with a new guy unless he just comes in um, in the second half of the season and totally steals our heart. Uh, I think ooh. people like the fact that he breaks up with him and tells you know what fans to... will get on board with another fine, tall, handsome man mm. that's mm. got some coins yes. and is going to treat Titus like the queen he should be treated uh, like. I feel like we need to no. live by this lesson as okay. well. <laughs> I speak to Titus. Speak to Titus as I speak to myself. That's what it is. Okay. But I think Mikey can be that person. I think Titus did a very selfless thing in letting him go and explore and have his time yeah, and yeah, like yeah. be really gr- like grow up in a way. I guess is a, a, a way to phrase it. But really, just to have his moment. Mikey, you're gonna need to grow on your own, and Titus got to move on. That's sow his I mean. oats. I think he wanted him to go sow his oats and come back to him. Well, before we person. wrap up with Titus, do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with Mikey. Okay, I don't even want to discuss him anymore. I'm disgusted. Well, with we gotta him. get to him. Well. I know we are. But one other um, Titus question: Do you think Titus is going to book that Catherine Heigl project? And, yes. And how do you think it's going to change his life? I hope Catherine Heigl does a cameo on this. I would just love it. <gasps> Can you Amazing. imagine? Uh, oh, and if she plays up to the like stigma that's around her, yeah, and like have that spoof on herself, like. I will adore it. Yeah, and actually that could be really great for her career, too. I honestly, like, I think she gets a bad rep. I I get it. I've never worked with the woman. I don't know her. But I love her work, and I think that that alone, like, she needs to have that. She's had a family now. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are going on in her life. You think she's had some growth? Some growth. Okay. Oh, kind of like Mikey? I would love to see her come back. Oh no no! Okay, <laughs> not, not going to take. We're not going to take the bite. I'm not going to take the bite. But we're you know keep going. what? I'm going to take a, make a pitch for. Ooh. If we're putting in people who they mentioned in the show, why not put Miss Maria Menounos up in this show? Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't that I be great? It. So let's it. start a campaign. We need two of Marias. <laughs> right, as they said, a Maria clone. A Maria clone. Oh my God, I volunteer so as tribute. You know, exactly. if anyone needs a st- she needs a stand-in. What if this? What if the second Maria is a second is a Cheryl? So oh, it's like oh, a my god. oh my gosh, Cheryl versus Cheryl. Maria. Yes. Oh my god, oh, we have to the writers. Can we, can we like throw this in there, Tina? Are you listening? Exactly. Are you listening? I mean, I like it. I love it. I there love are it. so many people though that were mentioned that I would love to, to see. see. And you know who I think. I, you might have been just getting to this mm-hmm. person, but that I really liked seeing was John Hamm. Um, mm-hmm. y- you know, he plays the reverend, intricate part. So um, you had a really favorite uh, scene that we can uh, reference. Uh, do we have the clip? Yes. We do. We so, have that's that's so basically, the All reverend right. um, was on, there was that scene where we got to see a clip of John Hamm back in the day looking handsome on a dating show. Yeah, so this is kind of funny because we know that Kimmy Schmidt is known for putting in real-world references. Now, this is a real-world reference. It's just a huge throwback. Um, When John Hamm was 25 and this footage resurfaced of him, I think it's called The Big Date. Um, And, yeah, let's take a look. All right. How about you, John? You're on a first date, marries the girl. You want to really impress her. How do you make her feel special? Well... Start off with some fabulous food, 
little fabulous conversation. What else fabulous, John? Ended <laughs> with a fabulous foot massage for an evening of total fabulosity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he has aged very well. He looks the same. Look at that hair. Mark's going to take you out to dinner, and then he's going to take you home and show, him, show you why Mark, we don't care about Mark. Flexibility. You offer some wrestling. That's all up to you guys. Oh, I don't whoa. Know oh, that part. Marcus wants to take you to a nice little dinner. This is the guy that wins, Vegas, according to Kimmy riding, Schmidt episode. Riding, and all the time holding you and cuddling you. I don't think it's physically possible, but if he could do it. Oh, my gosh. I'm intrigued. It's just all about anything fabulous for you, Mary. So time to make a choice. Which one of these guys do you want to get to know? John. John. It's not John. <gasps> oh! 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 Spo- okay, spoiler alert, though. Marcus was the guy who won because we see that in Kimmy Schmidt episode. He's like, she went with Marcus. Yes, and he's so Aww. better about it. But isn't it so. funny how John looks better now than he men? does? Oh, I hate it when men do that, but I also kind of secretly love it. I know <laughs> how fortunate are yes. so good. John was amazing this season. We'll get to him. Um, oh, sorry, I really hot jumped the gun there. No, really we're free flowing. To- There's no we're we're going to. We're move, bobbing weaving. and weaving. We're Bob bobbing, weave. bobbing and weaving. Um, but we loved him. <laughs> One other question that I had about Titus is, um, do you think Titus is ever going to finish that script for Greg Kinnear? Because he, as soon as Greg gave him the option to, the opportunity to write it, he was like, uh, please tell him we have to push it back a week. Like, he just did not, which is well, a, he can't even type. But think yeah. about writers here in L.A. who are dying for an opportunity to collaborate with a huge Hollywood veteran. Yeah. They would jump at that opportunity. But Titus isn't a writer. No, I was, that's what I was going to say. He's using this opportunity to get his foot in the door right. and not, and then show his real talents, which is what he did in the meeting. Yes. He's not a great mean? writer. He stole Kimmy's book. He was like, okay, this is terrible. We're going to have a terrible meeting, but <laughs> I'm going to be charismatic as, you know, yeah, yeah. and charm this whole room. And that's exactly what he did. So They always say, book the room. Exactly. That's right, girl. Use your time wisely. Mm-hmm. So we had, an, so next, our beloved, and last but not least, Kimmy Schmidt. Kim Kimmery, Kim Kim Carew. So one of my yes. questions for this season is, do you think Kimmy will keep her job? No. Mm. Why? Mm. She already had a sexual harassment <laughs> suit against her. I mean, things are not looking up for her. It's not a good fit. Yeah. No. The crossing guard was a better fit. That's I think true, she right? needs to work with maybe women with PTSD. Whoa. Because, because, okay, that was a very, yeah, I'm not really sure where that came from, but (laughs) here, here, let me elaborate. I think Kimmy has shown immense growth from season one to now um, and how she has handled the reverend. When he used to be brought up, she would freak out. And, like, obviously when we see the documentary, she has... um, Flashbacks and Definitely, nightmares, yeah. and I—I I don't think anyone could ever get over a situation like that. But mm-hmm. I think that she could be a really great ally to women who maybe not have suffered the exact same experience, but who have gone through a traumatic event because she's so positive. I mean, she has saved that woman who um, was going to, Laura Dern, when she was going to marry the Reverend. But I think what Kimmy, her next career move will be, she will be the writer. I think the book. That, yeah, the book, the book. that, and, oh, the, and yes. the young man that's helped her writing partner, basically. He's going to be the kid. agent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, well, she's going to, like, actually... Kimmy may be Jacqueline's next uh, client. Ooh. I love it. You never know. I, you never know. I feel like I'm that like, might 
unfortunately create a competitiveness between Kimmy and Titus, though. Which, you know, I think that's that's bound to happen. But I think, you know, Jacqueline wants to keep the money all in the family, so she's going to pull from, again, using her resources. They'll get yeah. a new house. You never They'll know. They'll get out of the small apartment. That I would like to see. I would love to see that. And the speaking book will sell big, and they'll just... True. Oh, a movie the, deal. The slums. But speaking of house... Who do we think was watching them at that um, in the last episode? Who do we think was peering, like spying on the whole crew? The person with the the money. Okay, someone's so you, a hit, and it's hit on Kimmy. So you think somebody's tried to kill Kimmy? I think so. Why that Muppet? That Muppet. Or you think uh, the Reverend set something up from jail? With the Muppet. But, like, <laughs> the Reverend doesn't have enough connections. We, do we not? Well, I, don't, I don't Okay, know. if he doesn't He's been get, in jail. You know, you meet people in jail that can do this. That's right. And he's already manipulating everybody else in jail. He is running it. Just like he um, manipulated DJ Fingerblast into continuing, continuing this documentary and trying to reopen his case. He's a very manipulative person. Hello, he yes. kept how many women in a bunker for how many years with all these lies? That would be and four. had a girlfriend upstairs and was married to Kimmy. <laughs> well, they weren't women when they started there, just true. FYI. Right, true. true. But just, still. But still. Excellent I mean, point. He, Excellent he point. manipulated, you know, girls. He, girls to a certain point, so there's a great level of manipulation involved, but I'm just saying, they grew into women that are now yeah. figuring out the world. 15 so. years, right? Yes. About yeah. that. Don't quote me. But didn't this. Kimmy say she was 40-something in this uh, one of these episodes? No. No. She said 40 is the new flirty, 30 is thriving. I think she was referencing somebody else. I do not. Okay, because I was going to say my herself. math is off. Because then they kidnapped twenty somethings rather than fifteen no, year old something. No, no. no, I think they were. I think they were teenagers okay. when they okay. went into the. That makes more sense. Okay. I was like, wait a second. But what do we think is going to happen with Kimmy's character in the next? Um, as the show ends, like we're going to get mm-hmm. into our predictions now. I think she, I want her to have love. You want Kimmy to fall in love? Yes. Okay. Do you know? Do you have a vision of this person for her? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Laura? Um, I mean, yeah. I think I want I want Kimmy to have love, and I want her to have success more than anything. I I think it will be really great to see Kimmy. Um, I think we saw a little bit of it when she sort of realized the documentary was out, and everybody mm-hmm. like kind of knew that she was like. We saw it a little bit last season when she's like, "Wait, everybody knows that I'm a mole woman," and yeah, and so like, she starts to wear this. Um, she starts to wear her confidence a little better. So she's and not letting the past define her anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're just going to see her find maybe peace or contentment mm-hmm. um, with where she is. And maybe that's with the person and maybe it's not. So do you think she'll finally get divorced from the Reverend to, to let that oh go? Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. What if they end up back together? Oh, <gasps> no. <Sorry. laughs> I'm just... I'm just Throwing that out there. I mean, he that is very handsome. Terrible so. idea. Yes, what if he goes through like a whole like change nope. in prison nope. and then they end up back I'm together? I'm not for this. <gasps> I love I'm it. not I for this. I don't think anybody is. I don't like it. I don't like it. Caroline, do like you it. have any Kimmy <laughs> predictions for the final season? Like I said, I think that Kimmy would really benefit from working with other people um, that are of a similar mind to her, which is why I think the tech world is just like not exactly the best fit for her. And I think her happiness comes from other people being happy, you know, it's like a full like circle heart moment. Um, I think she 
would really benefit, like I said, from helping out other people and finding that love within a community. So the growth that she's experienced, she'll share her experiences with others to allow them to grow as well. Mm. Yes. Okay. So I've always felt like Kimmy would be an amazing host on a children's TV show. (gasps) Right? Like reading Rainbow? Exactly. Yes. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. She'd be perfect. She's like an emotional neighborhood. Maybe oh, Kimmy Schmidt's neighborhood. Kim, oh, that would be so great! I was yeah. gonna say she's like an emotional task rabbit. Very, yeah. Why <laughs> would she like work for task rabbit? She now she's an emotional from task the inside. rabbit. I like yeah. it. I like it. Do we have any predictions for Jacqueline or Lillian or Titus? Um, I'm trying to think any more than we've for, already said. For me, yeah. I want I want Titus to find love. Like I like I mentioned because I'm just over the whole Mikey situation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I want, I think, hopefully Kimmy will pers- continue to pursue this writing, uh, you know, now that she's found something that she really enjoys. And hopefully her relationship with her Jansport backpack will continue. You know, we don't yes. want to see that horrific scene. We don't need that so uncomfortable. The bricks. Yeah, that, no, was, no. that was quite scary. Um, what do we think is going to happen with the Reverend next season? He, I feel like he's going to be out of jail. Yeah. Gonna get out. And he's going to be causing a ruckus again. What do you mm-hmm. girls think? I think so, too. Agreed. I think so, too. I think he's, I think he's back with a vengeance. Mm. What do you but, think he'll do when he's out, though? I mean, what's worse than a bunker? I feel like he might start another bunker. See, that's why I think that money could actually be connected to, like, what if that is the money the Reverend gets to start his next cult Mm -hmm. and following? And so he needs, like, an escape plan. He's got cash. And then he creates a whole new bunker and a whole new doomsday um, situation. Like a wild, wild country situation? Okay. Okay. Maybe he like goes to a compound somewhere and builds his whole city. Yeah. Of, oh. of uh, Reverend Wayne Brady Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> Reverend and Wayne. Wayne. He can also, you know, what? I think he would have a DJ class. Maybe educate some kids on how to be a DJ. Well, speaking of DJs, who do you think? I'm going to do a poll question. Who do we think is the better DJ? DJ Slizzard or DJ Finger Blast? I think Slizzard. I'm a better DJ than either of them. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't think he I came up with great. the fist pump, man. I was going to go Finger Blast, but oh. I like Finger Blast. Something about him, you know. He he's a hard worker. We saw that he was willing to do anything to get the job done. He didn't make it big. Exactly. I mean, he was like, he wanted to get to the root of the problem and find out what was going on. So, you know, Mm -hmm. he dressed as a woman. He created that Facebook profile. He did what he had to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hard worker. He did. Nothing. He's not really above anything. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Truly. What do we think is going to happen with our beloved Cheryl? Like, do you think, for me, I think Cheryl and her boyfriend, you know, their relationship's going to continue to develop. Hopefully oh, I feel like she's going to break up with him. No, I, I wanted them to get married and have babies. I was going to say, I they're going to have robot babies. Robot babies. Oh, no. We did talk about her, you know, her the way her body functions. Yes, like, she's I mean, I guess she cycle. could reproduce. <laughs> exactly. Right. So sure. She, it could possibly happen. Um, any other characters that we didn't mention that you think that we should, that, you know. I definitely think we're going to see more Sheba. Yes, I love Shiva. I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, I wonder if Tina will reprise her role um, as as the therapist. Oh my god, I would love that. Yeah, Um, I would really love to see her at least make one more appearance on the show. Wait, who else would you like to like? Who would be like a a dream 
guest star. Dream cameo for me. Yeah. Maria Menounos would yes, be great. Right? Um, in <laughs> addition to that, maybe somebody big like a Tiffany Haddish because she Ooh. has like, oh. such a big personality. I would love to see how her personality would be worked into the show. I love that. Mm-hmm. I that could be Titus's sister. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes. That would be great. That would she be would great. be fantastic. Yes, she Those would. two would go together very well. I love that. Anybody else for you guys? Do you have a dream one? A dream guest star. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be kind of fun because Tina and Jane worked together on 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. If maybe like Alec Baldwin showed oh, up. Okay. Oh. I don't know, maybe he, like as an executive or something. Talk yeah. about the presidency and he can reprise oh. his role. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> right? Yeah, really full circle. Maybe right now. what if, what if Kimmy writes her book okay. and takes it to the president? To try and get it mandated to be a big like something like or something other, in the and then she has to meet the president. Okay, a mandatory book in the schools or something. Yes, I mean, exactly. If Kim Kardashian can do it, anyone. Kimmy can Schmidt do it. can do exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. I like something that. about women named take Kim. That. <laughs> you can use it. I'm giving you the property here. Exactly. Take it. And before we I wrap up, it. we also, you know, we love these shows. We love we love this show, and we mm-hmm. love the characters, mm-hmm. and they're so talented. And as we mentioned yesterday, um, they are go- Emmy nominations are coming out. Soon, so stay tuned for that. Because we thought they were coming out today, but, but they're, they're actually coming out in a couple, couple of weeks. Days. In a couple of weeks, they're d- voting commenced today for all those Academy members. <laughs> so, so thank you again for sticking with us on this season four after show of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. We love all the characters. You can find me, Sahai, at Say Hi Sahai on all social media. Where can they find you, Candace? Oh, I'm so sad it's over. Well, we still have the second half, so hopefully we'll see you guys when that second half comes back, but thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. That's right. We're just going to press pause for a minute, guys. Okay. I'm Laura L. Thomas. You can find me at Laura L. Thomas TV. And I'm Caroline Fair. Thanks, guys, for watching. Follow me at Caroline J. Fair. We'll see you hopefully in January. Yes. Yes. Stay tuned. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 